You're listening to Head Table Talk. I'm your host with all the toasts, Meredith. Each week, I bring you wedding news, hot takes, and stories about working in the wedding industry. Sit back, relax, and prepare your toasts. Hello, 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 Head Table Talkers. Welcome back to another week with another great episode. I'm very excited for you to hear this interview this week with Luna Boudoir, the sister company of Midwest Live Shots Photography, specializing in all things boudoir, especially bridal boudoir. So to start off, we're just going to do one quick little hot take here, and then we'll hear a word from our sponsor that I teased last week, and then we'll get into the interview. So this week's wedding hot take is, is that the cocktail hour should be before the ceremony. I kind of like this idea. I would love to see it implemented at a wedding to see what it would feel like. Um, I feel like it would also definitely stop people from arriving like right as you're about to walk down the aisle, which I know happens at a lot of weddings. Um, And it gives people time to kind of relax a little bit beforehand and make it more of of an experience. Um, You could also just do like another quick happy hour right after the ceremony if if things need to to be switched over or moved along um i like this idea i think it's i don't think it's much of a hot take let's add this into 2024 and 2025 i want to see someone do it whoever does do it let me know i'm very curious to see what this would be like um all right we're going to take a quick break for a word from our new but not new sponsor and then we will head into our interview head table talk is sponsored by hinterland music festival if you are a listener of this podcast for the last couple seasons you know that this is a favorite sponsor of ours and we're so happy to have the lineup announced and tickets on sale so picture this a beautiful landscape under a vast iowa sky surrounded by lush greenery and an atmosphere charged with the spirit of music here is what awaits you at hinterland a diverse lineup a scenic venue, culinary delights, aka bomb food trucks, and just the best community spirit out of all of the festivals, personally, I think, in the United States. Mark your calendars for the first week of August this year. Lineup includes Hosier, Noah Kahn, Orville Peck, Vampire Weekend, Ethel Kane, so many that it's gonna be the best weekend ever. Head to hinterlandiowa.com to secure what tickets there are left. On today's episode, I have a voice that might sound a little familiar to you and a brand new voice as well. This week, we have Jen and Danielle of Luna Boudoir. Jen, you may recognize from our episode with Midwest Live Shots Photography and Danielle, well, this is her first time on. Luna Boudoir is a sister company of Midwest Live Shots where they dare you to own your rarity. We're going to get deep into why Luna was created, along with lots of boudoir insights. Welcome to the head table, Jen and Danielle. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. How's everyone doing? Good. Doing great. We just took some photos of ourselves, actually. So that was fun. Did some headshots. Mm-hmm. Yep, in the studio. And Danielle had a little, like, mini boudoir session. I did. I did. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Little tattoo 
Jen, you were on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, listeners kind of got to, to know your story. You and your husband, Scott, own Midwest Life Shots Photography. And then this year kind of launched this sister company, Luna. Danielle, can you kind of explain to the listeners how you got started in photography, how you joined Midwest Life Shots, and ultimately Luna? Um, Yeah, I'll try to sum it up. Uh, it's kind of a long story, but about nine or 10 years ago, I got my first DSLR. And I actually wanted a camera just to take photos of wildlife. And, um, but I had kids at the time. And as every mother does, they take a million photos <laughs> of their children. And I got a little creative, had no idea. I had an eye for photography and just went crazy with it and started sharing photos of my kids. And then everyone's like, oh, take photos of my kids. And then all mm -hmm. of a sudden I was a business owner um, for <laughs> like eight years or so. Um, I had a business, Lily and Fawn. I met with Scott uh, like yearly for coffee and we just talked photography stuff. And after a while, I had like this part-time job. It was closing down due to COVID. Um, and he came to me at the perfect time and offered me a real estate job. And slowly with that working together, he offered to kind of, he heard how stressful the whole business side with Lily and Fawn was for me being a single mom and a business owner and just life was crazy. Um, he kind of took over the business side for me and we partnered up and now Lily and Fawn is a sister company. And just recently now Luna is another sister company. Um, so yeah, I've been working alongside Jen taking photos of beautiful women. It's been a lot of fun. So you've been doing photography for, for quite a while as well, kind of before, yes. before you joined the ranks. Yes. So Jen, kind of going over to you, when Midwest Life Shot started, I know Boudoir wasn't like originally on like the docket for like, this is what we offer. When did like the idea kind of like start to like come into your mind? And when did you kind of first start it and implement it into your business? Oh yeah, I actually remember the very first time I did it, um, it was started off very bridal, you know, very much a, um, let's do some pictures that are a little bit more intimate for your husband, you know, maybe on the wedding day, even, um, this was probably eight ish years ago. I would say, I don't know the exact date, but I think about eight years ago when we first did our first one. Um, and I remember I was actually, it was, I was with a bride. We were at the Rochester golf and country club mm -hmm. and we were upstairs. Um, and she was about to get into her dress and we had some extra time. And, um, this couple is just amazing and they're awesome. And I just, I don't know. I just got the vibe from her that she would love to do something like this for her husband. And so I just had, I just threw it out there and I just said, Hey, what do you think about taking a few pictures? You know, just like for him only for his eyes only, you know, there's not a lot of people around. We have extra time. because we were waiting for somebody. Um, and she was like, Oh my gosh, yes, I would love to do that. And so we just did a few, you know, like button down shirts. Um, and then we did, I think one with her dress where it was like not on completely, but she just kind of like held mm -hmm. it over her and just a few little um, sensual poses that she could give to her husband. And it was great. It was so, I don't, she just like loved it. And I don't know how her husband, <laughs> what her, his reaction was, but I'm sure he loved it as well. And then that was the birth of it. You know, the seed was planted and we're just like, this is just such a wonderful thing for new brides to just give to their husbands and to do for their husbands. And so that's 
that's how it started. I mean, it's a really cool, like you say, like it just kind of came to you on the day, like you had the extra time, like, let's just try it out. And then you were able to, to kind of niche into bridal kind of boudoir to start, but now you've expanded and you'll kind of do more than that. Correct. Yeah. It, 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 it expanded a little bit. It started just kind of taking baby steps. Um, mm-hmm. just a few weddings we'd have every now and then we'd ask if this is something they'd want to do and just offer it at obviously a very lower, much lower price, um, just because we were new to it and we were experimenting with it. And a lot of brides were really receptive to that. And so it just kind of just snowballed. Um, and for a while we were just doing brides and it would be either on the wedding day or we would do it a few months before for his eyes only. But yeah, it's definitely morphed into something much deeper. I mean, we had a few people that actually came to us that had breast cancer and they were about to have surgery. And, um, this is a part of their body that was never going to be the same ever again. And so they wanted to document that and to get pictures of that. What, not even necessarily for their husband, but for themselves. And that is completely understand. I can't even imagine going through mm-hmm. something like that and having that desire to just be like, I need to get this documented. And because when else do you take pictures like that? You know? Right. So we've definitely had a few of those cases too. Um, so yeah, then it morphed into just this like woman power you know, and like making women feel beautiful and doing it more for just not even just for their husbands, but for themselves Mm -hmm. Um, and making them feel confident and feel good about themselves and feel good in their skin and realize when they're not confident, they don't feel confident. They will leave our sessions feeling beautiful and feeling confident. Um, And I'm just so, I feel so lucky to be able to give that to them you know yeah yeah it's it's really cool I was with you when we did the breast cancer shoot and it it still sticks with me all the time um I think it's it's a very empowering thing to do especially when you're about to go through such a big change like that it can be really magical Danielle Mm -hmm. I promise we're gonna we're gonna get to you I promise I just have a couple (laughs) questions for Jen first Jen if you don't mind we're gonna get a little deep here how did you navigate like shooting boudoir and having like your husband working with you and like you know was that a conversation at all of like how are we going to navigate this how are we going to do this tell us what that was like oh definitely um first of all he never shoots boudoir I <laughs> we both agree that that feels uncomfortable for us um I know not all companies are that way but for us um that's just crossing the line. Um, so he does not ever shoot. Um, but we have had so many conversations about this and what I'm comfortable with and what he's comfortable with and what our clients are comfortable with. And I'm not going to lie. It's not been easy to navigate. And I think that is why it's taken this long. I mean, like I said, eight, nine years to, develop to come up with this new company and to promote it and to to be open about it. I mean, it's just it's not been easy to to navigate this part of it. Um because it's a very sensitive thing. I mean, they they're, these are these women's bodies and it's like they it's you know, not something they necessarily want to show everybody and it's a special right. thing that we want to um really honor and we want to respect. 
so it, um, we've just had so many, so many conversations about like, well, do you think this is okay? And if I'm comfortable with it, if I was not comfortable with him, you know, maybe going through the images or calling the images or seeing them, we wouldn't be doing this like hundred percent, right. you know, that's, if it's something that I wasn't comfortable with and I didn't trust him, um, to do something like this, we wouldn't be doing it. So, mm-hmm. um, we definitely have to have that level of trust and understanding be- between each other. It definitely helps that he and I both are in photography and we understand right. the business and we understand what goes on behind the scenes and all that stuff. And we have kind of the same passions and understanding about it. Um, that definitely makes it easier and better to navigate this whole thing. I think there's like two ways to see it. Like when you're shooting boudoir, like obviously like you're doing it for like the empowerment and like, you know, if they're doing it as a gift for, for their partner. Um, but also you kind of like, don't see the human body, like as the human body necessarily. Like, I don't, this is how I feel when I'm shooting boudoir. I don't know about you guys, but I almost view it as like, you know, a potter with some clay, like it's literally just the medium for like what you're, you're trying to, to convey. So, you know, you're still doing like lighting and angles and all that different stuff. It just happens that there's a little bit more skin showing and you're going to make it a little bit more sensual. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. And I think what you're for me, it's like a separation, like there's Mm -hmm. like a separation between like, okay, this is, we're doing this. Um, it's an art, you know, we're, we're showing this beautiful body. Um, we're doing it for, for them as a gift or for themselves. Like it, it, there's definitely a separation there. And I think we can confidently say, um, that we, we definitely separate it, you know, and it's, we're confident in doing this work and knowing that separation. All right. I think we would all agree in the company that Danielle, you are probably the most creative out of all of us. What do you love about like boudoir that allows you to be so creative? Well, for me, I uh, like my other specialty would be like seniors because it's one person that I can mm-hmm. really, you know, move and mold into exactly what I'm seeing versus, you know, like a family or a little kid that's running all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I can really create with them because they're, you know, listening to me. And of course, these women, they're beautiful subjects. So it's like just having that sparks creativity and um, yeah, just showing off who they are and meeting the person can spark more inspiration. And I, and I love the fact too, um, something that we want to get into more is more like stylized shoots and just so then my imagination can just run wild and make different backdrops and scenes for the boudoir sessions that will be really beautiful yeah so tell us about luna so it's spelled l-o-o-n-a i know it's for the state board of minnesota but also like the moon kind of give the listeners a background of how that name came to be and the decision to start it as a separate company from midwest live shots we decided to make Luna or a separate boudoir business altogether because it's hard to market boudoir next to a family photo. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we, we just wanted to separate that to keep, 
you know, our Instagram feed clean for families, if that's Mm -hmm. what they wanted to stick it to. And then, yeah, so that's how it started. We met with a local company because we had some ideas in mind for like what we wanted to represent and just like the feel and the vibe. And we met with a local uh, marketing company and they did a beautiful job helping us come up with ideas for the name and all of that marketing brand branding company. Yeah, I don't part of it is just that it, it right like Danielle said, um, marketing to people um, with children involved and with you know mayor mayor like weddings and everything. Um, social media doesn't love putting those things with maybe you know, somebody dressed in a sensual outfit laying on a bed. Um, So it's a difficult thing to market and that um, we, we decided that I think it's probably best to just start a different company altogether. And not only that, but this is almost a way, it's almost like a way for us to almost like merge together even more because it is myself and Danielle doing it together. Um, And we can focus more on like, Hey, Luna, is women are going to be there. Women are inspiring you and we are here to take your picture. And we really want to get that across as like, this is women designed, women empowered, like the loon. So this is where the loon comes from. The state Um, bird of Minnesota. The state bird of Minnesota. Um, It's elusive, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, beautiful. Just, I don't know. I think when you think of a loon, you think of it being just really graceful. And Mm. we love that. We love that it's Minnesota. We love that it's soft. Yes. We love that it's graceful, all those things. Um, And then like Luna, L-U-N-A, an eclipse of sensuality. So putting those two things together, making it Luna, it just kind of clicked with us and we're like this yes this is what we want and our goal for luna is definitely sensual classy beautiful empowering i mean these are all of the words that we want you to feel and we hope that comes across in our photography and we hope that that's the experience you're going to get by working with us as well yeah How do you like set the expectations for someone when it comes to a boudoir session? Because everybody's going to have their different levels of comfort. How do you let your clients know, like, you know, you can take this so far or you can do, you know, very minimal. We send out a lot of prep emails beforehand um, and let people know this is kind of what you can expect. We actually ask them, you know, what are you comfortable with? Do you Mm want to do like fully clothed or (laughs) suggestive or completely nude? You know, I mean, we don't do a lot of that. You know, we send out emails that actually ask people what they, what their level of comfort is, you know, what, what they want to dress in, how comfortable they are with so many clothes or so like so little clothing. Um, But we also, um, a lot of people do come to us pretty nervous. This isn't something that they've done before, you know, and I get that a hundred percent get that I would be nervous. I've not done one yet, but like, I know I would be nervous Mm -hmm. doing it. Um, for sure. Um, we do kind of have a little bit of a strategy where, you know, we see all of their clothing that they bring. Um, and we tell them again, like, here's some suggestions for clothing that you can bring, whether it be Mm -hmm. robes or a sports jersey or one of his shirts or um, obviously lots of lingerie and stuff like that. But we try to start with things that definitely are more, cover you up more. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so that way we can kind of ease into it a little bit more. And then usually by the end, they're feeling a lot more comfortable. Danielle, tell us a little bit about the studio space where Luna gets to shoot. Well, it is, I'm actually in it right now. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, um, tell us about where you're sitting. (laughs) I am sitting on this brown couch and it's, yeah, it is lovely. It's a leather, Um, leather couch. Is it leather or pleather? Is it pleather? Probably well, definitely not real leather. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got a good deal on it, but it is yeah. great for photos. <laughs> um, it does. No, the, the studio space is, is perfect. We um, have one wall where it's like all natural light coming in. Um, and we have a corner where there's a bed for some like, you know, the classic bed poses. Those turn out great. Um, we have a beautiful chase lounge and other couches and chairs to use um, a giant gold mirror. And we do plan to continuously, because it's a newer studio, but we do plan to continuously like swap out the props um, to keep it fresh and new for everyone. But yeah, I love the space. Yeah. yeah, we were just talking about that today. We just like, we literally have only had this stuff, but well, the studio part of it, it's only been open for, I think we're going on about a year now. So we've really only had the furniture for less than a year, I would say, because we didn't get it necessarily right away. But um we're already talking about how we need to switch stuff out because it's just in that year, even, you know, just using it for different families and stuff too. You know, it's like, we don't want to have it's the stale. same thing for everybody. Exactly. Same, yeah. But we have a lot yeah. of fun shopping together. So <laughs> Scott does not like that part. <laughs> you got to reel you in a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you guys also have some really fun things on your property as well to be able to not just on your property but you know within the studio to um, incorporate some more kind of fun themes I know there was a woman who did like some baking stuff because there is a kitchenette connected to the studio you guys do have an above ground pool um, so you're able to do like a, a pool session as well so those are always really cool yeah I'm really excited for next summer we're definitely gonna need to do like a pool mini session day or something because those turned out awesome those were fun Mm. they were really fun and I'm excited yeah because I feel like we just constantly go back and forth and um Danielle has she's very motivated to like do a lot of these new things which is so great um so we definitely have a lot kind of like in our um in the queue so to speak Mm -hmm. that we really (laughs) want to do um so we're we're excited to launch those eventually too because eventually we want to get into doing even little mini sessions that are mm-hmm. you know stylized and very specific and see if people want to just do something a little bit you know just like a little package deal where you can just do a little right. mini session and do something different than the normal you know extended boudoir session I think that'll be fun how do you guys feel um photographing boudoir has affected you personally? Well, I think for me, so I actually have like a history in modeling um, and more like boudoir type of photos and stuff in my early 20s. You know, like as I get older and stuff, I lose the the youth and that confidence that I always <laughs> had. And it's just to see all these other women that come in um, different ages, um, different sizes, Um, everything and just how they're owning their own beauty and yeah it doesn't need to be a certain age or whatever I feel like I don't know just seeing 
how confident they feel when they leave and whatever. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, 22 anymore, but you know, like it's still being a woman is still amazing and beautiful and to be photographed and shared. And yeah. Yeah. I think for me, a couple of things, one is that it just made me really realize what a gift it is for women to be able to give themselves completely to their husbands. Also just, um, be comfortable enough to, um, do something courageous like this for them and for themselves, honestly, um, to the point where we've had women like tearing up at the end of sessions, just being like, Oh my God, like this means so much to me, you know, and not realizing, Mm -hmm. I don't even think they expected that emotion to even happen. Um, that's happened several times. And even, you know, tears from the, the husbands, the guys that get these two from them, like has happened also, um, just where they're, they just feel so, it's just such a wonderful thing for them to get from their wives as well. So just witnessing that and the power of that, um, Mm -hmm. has been really special to me, but also, um, just what it does for women. And just, I think the openness that women share together and the bonding that happens between women, mm-hmm. like we've done a few, um, boudoir sessions where it's actually been like friends in there together and doing it together. And it's just so fun to be able to see their openness with each other and be able to talk about just the most intimate things and mm-hmm. just be comfortable with each other. So it's just taught me a lot about, um, and really like hyping each other up and seeing their love for each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's just taught me a lot to just be a little bit more open-minded and be confident in who you are and that everybody's different. I mean, some of these sessions that we've done that has been several friends together, every woman is so different. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't, you know, and all their sessions turned out completely different. And I remember our first time doing that when Danielle and I did that together, we were a little bit like, oh my goodness, like we're, well, at least I was nervous that, I didn't want every single session to be exactly the same, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, oh, you come in and we're going to put you in spot A, B and C, and then it's going to look exactly the same. And you're all going to see it because you're all going to be with Mm -hmm. us, you know, but it didn't. I mean, we really followed the flow of the outfits that they had, the vision Mm -hmm. that they had and what they wanted for themselves or for their spouse um, or, and just their personality. And it just, I, I just love that. Um, just the individuality that we get to see with all of the women when we do this. Yeah, I'm sure. And plus to see, you know, we've had women come in with like insulin pumps and they're like, I'm going to keep this in. Like, this is a part of me. Like, this is who I am. Like, I'm not going to, I don't want you to edit this out. Same thing with, you know, some women come in and they're like, no, like I want to own these stretch marks or I want to own this C-section scar. Like, do not take this off. Like people can really use it as a time to embrace what is they truly are about. I know. I will tell you that for me, I, I will do a boudoir session someday. You guys, I will. Um, <laughs> Let me know. I, I got you. <laughs> yeah, you got me. Okay. Um, no, I, I have three specific spots on my body that um, are signs of all three of my children. And one of them is stretch marks from Emily. Cause that's when I first got stretch marks. And then, um, Jack, I developed these like spider veins on my leg mm-hmm. that have not gone away. <laughs> um, and then with Nora, I had a C-section. So I have a C-section scar and I actually like, I love it that I just have right. these scars on my body. And I 
if I were, when I do do, (laughs) um, I want to show those things, you know, because that's really special to me. So this is a great segue. So you guys are both mothers of daughters. How have you, or how do you plan on approaching like, you know, the subject with them? If they ask like, you know, like, what do you do? Like you're taking pictures of women like this, like, have you had that conversation? And if you plan on it, like, what do you want them to to know? One of my daughters happens to be 18. So, <laughs> and she's practically my best friend. So she's mm-hmm. known, she knows like everything. Yeah. So she's known this whole time. She's very, she, she is my hype woman. She is my yeah. living hype, hype girl, <laughs> hype woman, I guess now. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's been great. Um, my youngest daughter, I guess, she doesn't know this specifically. I think she's like heard me talking about another business that I'm doing and stuff. Um, mm. But yeah, if she had a specific question. I, I would, I would just tell her. I mean, I think being like open, um, at least for me, like with my kids, but then also like just embracing that like feminine confidence and like mm. you know normalizing it and everything is 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 great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for me, I mean, our oldest is almost 15 and she, um, she knows that we do it. So Mm -hmm. we've definitely had conversations about it and talked about what it's for and why we do it and why we think it's a good thing to do. Um, of course we don't like have pictures around here showing (laughs) it to everybody because this is also in our house. Right. Be careful with that. But um, and then our yeah youngest, who is a little bit younger than Danielle's youngest, um, she, I, you know, they're just they don't really know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. So she might, <laughs> or, know a yeah, they don't bit. care. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. They don't understand. <laughs> but we've always, and then this has taught me too, like just to be really open with our kids, and we've always just been really open with as far as like the body and what's going on, the changes that are happening and all that stuff. And we just talk about it like it's a normal thing. And I honestly think that that, that's how it should be. I think a lot of people were raised, you know, to not talk about sex or sensuality or anything. And it's silly to me because it's just like, this is a normal part of life. Right. It only becomes like associated to be negative if you feed into that. Whereas if you like always normalize it then it'll never get that that connotation right okay we're gonna move on some more lighthearted questions this has been awesome though what are your guys's each like favorite kind of pieces to work with like that women bring to a session oh um I mean honestly like black lace lacy lingerie is my favorite personally on myself and every woman <laughs> I photographed I I love that um but really like even just getting like jeans with like the Kelvin Klein's like baggy shirts and all that like I, everything gosh I just <laughs> <laughs> I love it all <laughs> I love it all <laughs> um yeah I think for me it's anything that can make it personalized to you I love like if it's per- or to or if you're doing it for your spouse or your significant other like for them too I mean I I just think like I love that when you can incorporate a jersey or a baseball bat or a motorcycle we've yeah. done so many different things and I um I love that I think that's really shows that you really care about what he thinks and what he wants and um and that's cool um also just a simple robe like 
a mm-hmm. robe, you can do just so much with just a simple silky robe. Um, and it's a really good place to start. And I think that's almost a must. I think everybody should have something like that for their boudoir. I love doing the robe photos. You can do so much with a robe, like mm-hmm. a simple little piece of fabric with two armholes. Like you can, you can do a lot with <laughs> oh, it. Oh yeah, it's crazy. I know. Yeah. You can wear stuff under it or not or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have it like halfway down, halfway up, mm-hmm. like so many yeah. options. Exactly. If, if boudoir was described using three emojis, what three emojis would you use? Oh, that's a good one. I mean, the princess emoji. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would say like a heart emoji for sure. Yeah. Just like there's just a lot of love for yourself and a lot of love for your, your significant other too that's going into that. And then a fire. <laughs> Fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta. Have, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> gotta have a fire. Yeah. Have the the kissing the kissing lips emoji. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how many times do you guys like instruct women how to like adjust their mouths? <laughs> oh yeah, that's a, that's a, that's definitely a thing. <laughs> it's so common. Uh, it's like the open your mouth a little bit. How do you say it? Like you know, part your lips without. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess well, so. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is what a boudoir session like that. Yeah, yeah. it's like there's that. so but many honestly, moments. I love that because it like it really it makes us all laugh, and mm-hmm. you just have fun with it. And I think that's what eases the tensions more than anything else. Because there's nothing more awkward than just silence and just taking pictures. And I don't know, it's just so nice when we can just laugh about our own words that we say which is usually what we're laughing at most of the time yeah oh my gosh the whole time I like one good one um with like a pose with I've instructed a few girls to do this like their hands up in their hair and now I'm like now look towards your armpit and it's like (laughs) not sexy at all well you're feeling you're most confident I want you to just look into your armpit (laughs) smell your armpit does it stink yeah that's so true absolutely Oh man, guys, this has been so much fun. I'm glad we could all get together and chat about Luna. I personally love photographing boudoir as well. It's I think it's a time where you can really get creative. I just kind of have one last questions to to kind of tie it back into weddings. What do you think is the benefit of doing like a boudoir session with your photographer or just doing a boudoir session before? your wedding day. One of the benefits is, is yeah, lingerie. I mean, just being able to, that's your, <laughs> that's your excuse is to get right. awesome lingerie and who doesn't love to have that like for their honeymoon. I mean, literally that's the perfect time to have all those things. So it's, it is almost an excuse to do that. And then, yeah, giving your spouse to be a book of beautiful images to really get them excited to marry you. I also think that just it's it's really fun to be able to do bridal mm-hmm. photos um, for boudoir um, and because you can do a lot with, you know, the veil and just white, you know, lingerie and showing the ring and all that stuff. So that's really fun to be able to do, too, to kind of incorporate those bridal photos as well into the boudoir. A lot of women tend to do a lot of prep work before a wedding. Um, you know, maybe they have a hair and makeup trial or, you know, maybe they get their lashes done. And this is a great way to kind of 
double up on like getting your your money's worth for for those kind of elevated treatments. Absolutely. And just kind of off of that, um, I would, if somebody would ask me my advice, whether or not to do a a boudoir shoot, you know, a few weeks before or to do it on the actual wedding day, I would for sure do it a few weeks before. Um, And one of the reasons is because like you just said, um, just being able to test makeup and see like that. I mean, how often do you get your makeup done? How often do you get your lashes done? And literally, like you said, it's like a perfect way to just kind of piggyback off of that. Like might as well get photos. And then um, to see I how it photographs too, because yes. sometimes mm-hmm. your makeup doesn't photograph well for some reason. And so that's a good yeah, thing you, to know. Yeah. Then you can see that. But also um, I will say on the wedding day, a lot of people will wear their hair up. Um, and I do think that having your hair down and being able to play with the hair and lay on the hair and things like that is a little bit easier if you're doing it a few weeks before your wedding versus on your wedding day. There's been a few times that we've done it on the wedding day and I'm always nervous (laughs) to have them lay down Mm -hmm. on their hair and like, oh, it's going to ruin it. And then they can't, it's kind of taking away that whole pose of being able to like, you know, touch your hair and play with your hair and move it around. And, you know, you won't, you won't be able to do anything with that either. So um and obviously time too it's hard to get it in on a certain amount of time to be able to get it that the actual wedding day but yeah 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 absolutely well guys this has been awesome thank you so much for coming on at the end of every episode we always toast to something in the last week that has helped us out made us laugh or just kind of helped us get through through the last week um who wants to go first i'll go um i'll go okay Don't everybody raise me- your hand all at once. <laughs> Something that made me laugh was during our photo shoot, um, Danielle's stomach just like growled super oh. loud. <laughs> and it was perfect because we just needed some good laughing shots anyway. So like, didn't you guys perfect. eat lunch before the session? She didn't eat very much we did. because oh, you know, okay. we wanted to, right. you know, we had to take photos. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was didn't want to get the salty bloat. Some boudoir photos. So yeah, I didn't want too much bloating going on before the session. <laughs> exactly. But I, I was going to say just, yeah, just right now, like um, we did our headshots. That was a lot of fun, but um, just getting in front of the camera to show off my new tattoo that um, was painful and cost some money. So that, that was fun. <laughs> That was fun. I'm like excited to see the end result of that. I'm itching for more ink. Oh, yeah. I want more. I mean, me too already. That's I know. Good. It never <laughs> stops. It's is so... it addicting? It is. Really? Oh, yeah. Everyone always says, like, yeah. once you get one tattoo, like, you just want more. Really? Yeah. Like, especially after getting my hand tattoos, like, I'm like, I need more. Like, I feel like. Badass. <laughs> not gonna mess Josh, with me. Does Josh like your tattoos too? Or does he I don't think he really so cares. He doesn't yeah. really care. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of the first things his family said about me was he was like showing them pictures of me. They were like, oh, she's very tattooed. And I'm, I was like, yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> one of those. Yeah. 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 And like, granted, I had like half the amount of tattoos that I have now. So, oh. you know, whatever. <laughs> um, okay. Mm, I funny. am going to toast to bark box oh yeah um, oh i love bark i need to jump on that train because so, I'm, I'm gonna tell you the story of of bark box in our household um and it's a very 
everyone knows this story in the family. So it's not like something that we're trying to keep secret. Josh's sister got us bark box for as a wedding gift and we got married in june of 2021 and she keeps forgetting to cancel it <laughs> and now we are literally nice. going on like three years and so we keep it's getting a lot of toys bark. it's a lot of toys and marvin does mm-hmm. not destroy toys like Mm-mm, no he rarely destroys my them. dog does the oh, treats well, are nice exactly good for that too yeah the treats are nice because like we never have to buy treats again but um like we were all hanging out at Christmas. We were like, Julie, cancel this bark box. Like we don't even want it anymore because we have so many toys. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I canceled ours. I canceled ours. Well, we got another one last night. So <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but but this month's box was super cute. It's like squirrel themed. And there were a lot of like oh. funny jokes in the packaging, which BarkBox has the best packaging. BarkBox, if you want to sponsor this podcast, please hit me up. Um, Just (laughs) had a lot of really funny jokes on there about like how it was like what squirrels or what dogs are to squirrels. Like they're just wolves that gave up and like (laughs) there's like a picture of a dog and it like points to different parts of their body and it's like a squirrel's description of a dog. So like the the paws or the tree stompers, like just the cutest. Oh my gosh. They have the best best ideas, but it is good for even dogs that like destroy things because they actually, you can like adjust it. There's toys inside the toys sometimes too. Yeah, oh, so they really? can literally rip mm-hmm. it open to find the other toy. So it's like perfect yeah, so for dogs he that loves destroy toys, toys so much, but they just he goes through them so fast. So it would be nice to have a continuous supply. Yeah, yeah. One <laughs> yes. of the so in the bark box we got yesterday, there were like two different squirrels in it, and one of them has like a rubbery like ball with like all the points on it inside the like fabric of the squirrel oh, so if, if he so were to like cool. destroy that part like there's still the the plastic ball underneath to play with there's so. like a surprise yeah <laughs> and there's also sorry i'll stop talking about it after this but the other squirrel you can like wrap its tail up and velcro it and like hide treats in it so it's like a thinking toy Perfect. too yeah i was like this yes. is amazing i love it okay That's guys awesome. well thank you so much for for hopping on um real quick i'm just gonna have one of you kind of tell our listeners where you can be found online okay well we are at lunaboudoir.com so that's l-o-o-n-a um and you can also find us on instagram and facebook and all the things awesome All right, guys, thank you so much for coming on. And listeners, we will be back next week with another great episode.